0: or follow-up comments, contact us anytime by emailing info at broadwaycoc.com. I'm Jed Lovejoy, and these are Conversations with Dan. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another one of our Conversations here with Dan. Sup? You know, I'm hearing more and more people that are listening to us on podcast and saying that it's that sort of they can put us in while they're driving in the car, and so... And helps them sleep, or what? No. No. (laughs) Hopefully (laughs) not in the car. But, so again, if you're one of those people, it's nice and easy now. You can go to broadwaycoc.com slash CWD and have access to where all the videos and all the various forms of podcasts are. And you can get that information there. It'll be down at the bottom of the screen. Uh, we had a lively conversation last week. We did. Hopefully it's a little a little tamer this week, maybe, but we'll see. It's interesting. At mm-hmm. least a lot of people out there. And the question that's come in is if in the garden, Adam and Eve were basically vegetarians, you know, that's what they saw. And then there's all these other rules later on in the old Testament. But knowing that we live in the new Testament now, are there any dietary restrictions or recommendations that are laid out for christians today eat
1: your carrots and your green beans okay let's look at a scripture or two that's a good thing to start (laughs) let's go to genesis 129 okay the the person that sent the question was aware of this passage, so read it out for us there, Brother Jed. All right, Genesis one twenty nine, And God said, Behold,
0: I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of the earth, and every
1: tree with seed in its fruit, and you shall have them for food. All right, so God gave them the vegetables for food. Eat your veggies. Mm-hmm. But if you go over to Genesis chapter 9, after the flood... <clears throat> Pardon me. Verse 3. No, verse 2 and 3.
0: All right. Genesis 9, verse 2 and 3. The fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every bird of the heavens, upon everything that creeps on the ground and all the fish of the sea. Into your hands they are delivered. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. And as I gave you the green plants, I
1: give you everything. All right. So God gave them all kinds of living creatures to eat meat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, um, you know, for for those that may not realize this, in order to eat the living creature, you have to kill that is very, the living creature. That is a, <clears throat> and a solid thing to go with. Yeah. And so God said that this was why these these creatures were here is to feed man. Okay. Now, he's the questioner is correct that, That God, in the the beginning, gave them vegetables, and Mm -hmm. vegetables are certainly healthy. And another thing the the questioner pointed out in Scripture, which I thought was really good, is in the book of Daniel. Mm -hmm. In the first part of the book of Daniel, I know mine's in here somewhere, (laughs) Daniel chapter 1. I'm having the same issue. Mine, my papers are I know fighting. it's after Ezekiel saw that wheel way in the middle of the air. It's in there <laughs> right after that somewhere. But anyway, in Daniel chapter 1, when Daniel and these young captives were, were taken, uh, verse 8, it says, Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the king's food and wine. Some right. some versions say the king's rich food. Yes. And he asked the chief official or chief eunuch for permission not to defile himself in this way. Uh, if you go down a little bit further, go down to 15 and 16 there, Jed. hmm It says, at the end
0: of the 10 days, it was seen that they, Daniel and, and his friends, were better in appearance, fatter in flesh, than all the youths who ate the king's food. So the stewards took
1: away their food and the wine that they were to drink and gave them... Vegetables vegetables instead. And if you go back to verse 12, the request was, Please test your servants for 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Mm -hmm. So it's unquestionably very healthy to eat vegetables. Mm -hmm. Uh, At the same time, God gave both vegetables and meat to people. Right. And we know that we gain strength in protein and everything from, from meat. There's also vegetable protein. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to add to this discussion, if you go to Leviticus chapter 11. Okay. And this is the, the laws of clean and unclean. Right. There were a number of different kinds of meat that they were prohibited from eating. And seafood and stuff. Yeah, and I like me some shrimp and all that stuff. But that and catfish. But that was not on the list. What about bacon? Bacon, no bacon. No bacon. That's, That's making me nervous. from a pig. See, no bacon. I know. But me and my dog <laughs> like bacon today. But they were not allowed to eat bacon. And there's a whole lot of the world today that does not eat bacon. Yeah. See, they don't don't eat pork. They still hold. So there that. were certain meats that were unclean. However. When you go to the New Testament, to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 7. And the New Testament's where we're living today. Yes, this was actually, though, even uh, before Jesus died on the cross and the new covenant came into effect. But Jesus was God incarnate. Read Mark chapter 7, verse 18 and 19 for me there. Mm -hmm. And he said
0: to them, Then are you also without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into a person from the outside cannot defile him, since it enters not his heart but his stomach and is expelled? Thus he declared all foods clean.
1: So thus Jesus declared all foods clean. Mm-hmm. But then you come over to Acts chapter ten. Yes, that's where I was wanting us to go next. Where Peter was having trouble associating with Gentiles who had different dietary laws and mm-hmm. other things than than the Jews did, even after the uh, the new covenant was in force, and right. he was having trouble violating his traditions. Start with verse 9 there in Acts 10 there, Brother Jed. You're such a wonderful reader. Well, thank you. <laughs> All
0: right, Acts chapter 10, starting in verse 9. Uh, the next day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up to the housetop about the sixth hour to pray. He became hungry and wanting something to eat, but while they were preparing it, he fell into, an, into a trance and saw the heavens opened up and something like a great sheet descended, being let down by its four corners upon the earth. In it were all kinds of animals and reptiles and birds of the air. And there came a voice to him saying, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, By no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice came again a second time, What God has made clean, do not call common. And this happened three times, and the things were taken up
1: at once into heaven. All right, and it's interesting here that, that God... Uh, is giving Peter permission to eat what in the Old Covenant was considered unclean. Mm -hmm. But there seems to be a greater spiritual lesson here. Yes. That he should not call any person unclean. Right. Like all people were considered to be equal. And and he says that in in verse 34 of a truth I perceive that God is no respecter of persons but in every nation. Uh, So that's another indication that any food is permissible for us to eat. If you go to one more passage that I think is is pretty germane here, well, actually a couple. Um, If you go to, and I'm thinking it's either 1 Corinthians 8 or Romans, I think it's Romans 14, where he's talking about um, eating meat. Uh, Go to Romans 14. Verse six, uh, let's see. No, let's go to verse two. Read verse two there for us. Okay. Romans
0: 14:2. One person believes he may eat anything, while the weak person eats only vegetables.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Vegetables. The weak person. Good old sparrowgrass, good old English peas. But then he says:
0: carrots, keep going. They're in verse three. Let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains, and let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats, for God has welcomed him.
1: So if you feel like that I need to just eat my vegetables, and it probably would help me. Mm -hmm. But if you despise me because of the fact that I like a great big fat ribeye steak, medium rare with a little barbecue sauce... I despise him for putting the the sauce on it. There you go. So does everybody else around me. They say, seriously, you're not asking for barbecue sauce. Yeah. Anyway, we're not to despise each other, but here here there were certainly people that had as a matter of conscience to eat vegetables, Mm -hmm. probably because they were afraid that the meat that was being considered might have been offered to an idol. Could have been. In a city like Rome. Or they could have been ascetics that just thought eating vegetables was more holy, Mm -hmm. perhaps more severe to the body, more uh, exemplary of self-control. Yeah, a lot of denial going on. Yeah. Yeah. Self-denial. But clearly, he says both are acceptable here. Mm -hmm. So that's another scripture that might come into play. But let's look at 1 Timothy. Okay. Chapter... Mm -hmm. verses 3 and 4, and I think this helps out a little bit here. Okay,
0: so 1 Timothy 4, 3 and 4. Who forbids marriage and requires abstinence from foods that God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth? For everything created by God is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is made holy by the word of
1: God and prayer. Now, we know today scientifically that there are certain foods, including meats, that are very high in cholesterol, Mm -hmm. or uh, in the case of pork, if not uh, taken care of in the right way, that it's susceptible to some disease that maybe other... Uh, things are not, and so forth. God may have had all kinds of reasons for these things. There are certain um, fish, bottom feeders and other things that <clears throat> that may be in the grand scheme of things less healthy than other kinds of, sure. of fish. <clears throat> but here we have a very clear teaching that as far as God is concerned, yeah. every single creature <clears throat> and every single vegetable— Mm-hmm. It is good to eat if it's received with thanksgiving. Look at verse 4 particularly here in 1 Timothy 4. For everything God created is good. He said that in Genesis one thirty-one. Thought he did. And nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving because, verse 5, mm-hmm. it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. Have you thought about the fact that not only does God's permission in his word mean that all these foods are good for us to eat, but that God considers prayer a part of consecrating the food, which tells me that whether we're having a great, huge, thick, pork chop, or a big pile of bacon, or we're having just a wonderful little pile of Brussels sprouts. It's okay. It's okay, but we should thank God and pray over it, Mm -hmm. and we shouldn't just stuff our faces and forget that what we have is God's, and He has blessed us with it. Now, lest anyone
0: read too deeply into that, that doesn't mean that by praying over a piece of uncooked
1: pork... It's now been made safe for consumption. No. No. Okay. Or, Just, let's, don't, let's see, you're despising the pork, but I'm looking at you and I'm thinking you're a sushi eater. Am I right or wrong? That I am. So, Probably who in the lunch? world were, <laughs> would eat raw fish? Me. Okay, well, see. I <laughs> yeah. don't, you know, but, but it's, it's not safe to eat the pork. Right. And there are certain types of fish. Same sort of thing. So, so you have to be careful about eating things raw. And the Bible does say... This is another thing the Bible says very clearly mm-hmm. in both Old and New Testament in Acts 15 that we're not to eat, guess what? Blood. Blood. It's a, it's it's a sin s- to eat blood. How does the phrase old... it, the strangled meats and things like that or whatever? Yes, and, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> in the Old Testament, the the animal had to be properly bled and in the New Testament in Acts chapter 15... <clears throat> When the uh, question arose whether people ought to eat, uh, ought to uh, keep the law of Moses and be circumcised and everything. Yeah. And then the inspired uh, decision from the apostles was rendered that mm-hmm. that the law of Moses was not necessary to keep. Start in right. verse 19. And read, read 19 and 20 there for us. Okay. It says, Therefore, my judgment is that we should not trouble
0: those of the Gentiles who turn to God, but should write to them to abstain from the things polluted by idols, and from sexual immorality, and from what has been, <clears throat> and from what has been
1: strangled, and from blood. Okay. So you're not supposed to eat blood. You can have the meat, but it needs to be cooked. You, you, you hmm. shouldn't just eat it raw, or you shouldn't just eat the blood. Right. Uh, Especially, you know, the the animal needs to be properly bled, and you shouldn't just eat blood. There are many cultures Mm -hmm. that make blood pudding, and and in some some cultures, they kill a goat. They take the blood. They drain the blood out of the goat's neck. They they dump the blood in a big skillet. Mm -hmm. They cook it up, you know, and slap it in a tortilla or whatever, and they eat it. And so that's not what we're supposed to do.
0: Hmm. Now, that's an interesting one. Like so, even t- is that because of the blood itself, or because they're tying it back to the thing about polluted
1: by idols and things, or those separate items? Um, they're separate items, but it doesn't matter. He says, "Don't eat blood." Hmm. So blood. <laughs> so
0: it's like blood pudding over in England, even though it tastes really good.
1: God says, "Don't do it." It's sort of like it's sort of <laughs> like our conversation last week. Yeah. Even though I want to wear all those frilly clothes and, and oh, so goodness, forth. Oh, goodness, let's uh, not know, go back into that. You don't want to that. go back to that, okay. Not right now, at but least. God but God says don't do it. Yeah. So why would, Now, why would he... I'm curious. Why do you think that that's... I don't know. And in fact, if you go back to Genesis 9, I'm thinking... Because it does seem a little out of place amongst everything else... It's like you
0: can do this, and we've made this okay. And he's made there's that something okay.
1: sacred about blood, and there always has been. Mm. Uh, in in uh, Genesis nine, when you go back there, okay, let's look at verse four and read verse four and five. Uh, but you shall
0: not eat flesh with its life, that is, its blood. And for your lifeblood, I will require a reckoning. From every beast, I will require it. it, Can't say that word today. And from man, from its fellow man, I will
1: require a reckoning for the life of a man. All right. So the blood—you weren't supposed to eat the blood of an Hmm. animal—and the man. And if you go over to Leviticus 17, excuse me, we might have a little bit of uh, the reason for this. Okay.
0: Let's look at... a whole thing about this. Laws against eating blood. <laughs> yes. So if you'll look at verse
1: 10 and 11, okay.
0: if you would. <clears throat> it says, If anyone of the house of Israel or of the strangers who sojourn among it eats any blood, I will set my face against that person who eats the blood. Oh, that's not good for me. And will cut, up, cut him off from amongst his people. For the life of the flesh is in the blood... And I have given it to you on the altar to make atonement for your souls. Therefore, I have said to the people of Israel, no person among you shall eat blood, neither shall any stranger who sojourns again among you
1: eat blood. All right, and of course, this was was taken up by the apostles in the Mm -hmm. New Testament as well. All
0: that time later, the passage from Acts.
1: One day, um, a long time ago, many, many years ago, I was studying with a sweet, sweet lady that had become a Christian and <clears throat> we were sitting at a table and we read the passage in Acts 15 mm-hmm. and um, she got very upset and she began to, I mean, she was upset almost to the point of tears and said, Oh no, Oh no, Oh no, no. Hmm. I've been doing this. You know. Yeah. And <clears throat> she was telling me about the goat blood and how they would use it and everything. And I said, well, they, and I said, well, whatever her name was, I said, don't worry. When we learn God's word and we learn more things, we learn more about what we should do and not do. You're you're not undone because you've done that. Yeah. Just change your mind, ask God to forgive you, go on, you're fine. Just don't do it anymore. You used to do it, you used to like it, yeah. just quit doing it. That's all. You're good. Yeah. Go on and serve the Lord. So And that's I've heard
0: people go through this and it would just be kind of a glancing. Oh, that's an interesting comment, but no one's ever actually pulled that out and been like, yeah, that one still sticks. (laughs) But it was always in there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, we read it in Leviticus, but there was lots of stuff in Leviticus that came out and Paul and Peter and the different, they had their little squabble and, you know, about different things and, oh, it's all, that was a Gentile thing, but it's okay now. But that one still sticks.
1: Yeah. They reiterated it. Yep. They did. So, so, there's no problem with eating all your vegetables. Yeah. And there's no problem with God with eating all your meat. Have good sense. Use, <laughs> use modern science. But as far as God says, if you thank God for it, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. it's, it's okay to eat it, but don't eat blood. Very interesting. Sincerely... <laughs>
0: And, the uh, Old and New Testament, Yeah, and I think a big part of it goes back to the don't despise and look down on or force one way or the other when we're talking about vegetarian right. Right. and meat-eating right, because that is the case a lot of times. It's like, okay... Sure, it's but... like you're not
1: very disciplined because you're a meat-eater.
0: Yeah, or don't you know that if God instituted vegetarianism in the beginning, then that's what we should be going back
1: to. Because... But he also said, I've given you every creature. Yeah. Now, some creatures are more seem more appetizing, but have you ever seen that dude on TV that goes all over the world and yes. he finds all these different countries oh, and the squiggly yes. wiggly things <laughs> and people that eat them and stuff? And they're all okay to eat. They're all okay to eat. If you want a scorpion, just chow down on that thing. I'd kill it first. I'd watch its tail, but go ahead and crunch him up if that's what you want. I think this is a good spot to end. (laughs) Happy trails, old Jed. We'll see you all next (laughs) week. Bye.
0: Thanks again for listening to these weekly conversations between myself and Dr. Dan Owen. Conversations with Dan is an outreach and teaching ministry of the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, Kentucky. You can find us online through most of the major social media sites or through our website, broadwaycoc.com.